0: Good afternoon, friends. Today I have picked up a very interesting topic reconnect with nature post pandemic. I think we, as Indians especially, have always venerated nature. And uh, since childhood, it has been a part of our Indian ethos, uh, since ages rather. I mean, we have inculcated this since childhood. That uh, how important is nature? We have been told that, that there are five basic elements, which is the soil, chiti, jal, which is the water, agni, which is the fire, gagan, which is the sky, and uh, vayu or samir, which is the air, from which life emerges. This has been a very basic thing of our ethos which is also called that these five elements are the protectors of Jeevan which is the life. But ironically, there has been a kind of a yawning gap between idea, the idea of venerating nature and practice. In the last so many years, in the name of modernization, in the name of expansion, in the name of science and technology, we decimated nature, we ransacked nature, we devastated nature and yes, in a subtle way we did lament of the consequence, but somehow I feel that we were always very inconsequential in the name of growth. I think the greed of growth had made human beings blindfolded. Love for and respect for nature. Though it was inherent in nothing thing, because even if you look in terms of river, we value them as a mother. We worship them. When we float a diya, or lamp on the dancing waves of whether it's holy, Ganga, Yamuna or Kaveri, we are only paying tribute to them. So worshiping them is our mode of gratitude. But this has become very like tokenism, very symbolic, and uh, we have not transcended beyond that. But if you see, look at rivers, I mean, they, they, they are the symbols of patience. There's a Ganges which carries the blessings to millions. A holy dip to a uh, Ganges in itself helps to cleanse you of your sins. It's so inclusive, despite her being reckless till now, like a mother. She has been very accommodative and inclusive. Take the water. We have been talking about water, that the next battle is going to be fought because of water. Water will lead to a third world war or something. And we realize that every drop of water is precious. Like if you remember uh, that uh, Doha from Rahim, a couplet, Rahiman pani Raki bin pani sab soon, pani gaye na ubre, moti manas yoon, where the poet tries to say that we should preserve every drop of water, for a single drop of water saved inside the oyster's shell becomes a pearl. What an analogy is drawn, and the word pani is also used to describe the grace and dignity of a man. Thus, preserving water or pani is an essential for preserving one's grace and dignity. So, nature per se, whether it's water, it's agni, or it's uh, uh, even trees. I mean, take the example of trees like tulsi or. Uh, People, all trees are considered to be important, and we worship trees relating to our lives. It's a unique tradition which we have inherited from the past. So, we have been taught always to, te- uh, to uh, you know, uh, worship nature, respect nature, venerate nature. But today, uh, pre, I mean, if you go back to the pre pandemic days, I mean, we were like j- jostling and grappling with the pollution emission from factories emission from cars glaciers uh, melting away the, the uh, toxic air which we are breathing leading to lots of respiratory issues and cancer and so forth and and forth even our forefathers if you go back they had a deep connect with nature and they always showed gratitude and understanding and the interdependency with nature with mother nature rather and despite this wisdom, ancient wisdom that we inherited, we could not grasp the gravity of the situation that the history per se unfolds the mystery of what is the essence of mother nature. So we somehow, if you go back to the why I picked up the topic is badly today, everybody is lamenting about nature taking its toll. We have been doing this and so mother's nature way of uh, reacting or healing or rather some people say retaliating. But it was also a wake up call for us because we started treating environment as a dead object, which is a living subject. It's a living thing and should be it should have been a top priority. Ganges have been polluted. Yamuna has been polluted. So I think all these factors uh, was very, very important, which somehow we were actually trying to bypass so what this coronavirus has shown to us is that we have to show more sensitivity so that the mother nature can shower her blessings to us our our relationship with mother nature cannot be one sided and lopsided we can't just expect the mother earth just because she has nurtured life in her lap to be so benevolent inclusive and always giving So at least at this stage, we can save her Achal, rather, if you take as a motherly figure, mother nature, from further destruction and pollution by protecting the flora and fauna that gives us life sustenance. So we have to all get into the act. And as I conclude, I remember one of the poets saying that khiza ke rang, what he means is, though the prospect for the environments are bleak, yet there is hope they'll find a green leaf somewhere. So what a satire it is. And what an eye-opener this Corona virus has been in terms of the lockdown. And probably now we have to go back and ensure that this whole uh, new normal which is emerging, we are able to sustain the nature in such a way that uh, everything is clean, there is purity, there is less pollution. And I think it's a new quality of life which is ushering. So let's all introspect, act and contribute. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Thank you. Bye.